0: Hi, and welcome to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode five of our Star Trek Adventures mini series to boldly go. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Occultus Anonymous uh, and our Star Trek uh, mini series while Drew takes a bit of a break to plan for the next Mage Chronicle. uh, We are, as always, sponsored by Rule 20 and viewers like you. Namely, Ryan, Thomas, Noba, Harry, Michael, Brandon, Catfeathers, Josh, Alexander, Puppeteer, Cina, uh Emil, Moku, Melissa, Doc the Doomed, Other Michael, The Arcane, Bernie, Alan Michael, Al, Yusuf Sama, T, Earl Grey, Hot, <laughs> <laughs> Trulian, yes. uh, Delora, Trulian. <laughs> um. Jenny, Blood Angel, Jack, Zoltan, uh, Fun Zoe Sue, Milo V3, Vortex, Adele, Crazy Man, 1772, George, Woodfoot, Neo Magus, Chris, Shaksara, uh, Now Homo, Sapien, Neanderthal, Como, or Camo, Camo? Camo, I'm getting out of Camo. a of mouthful, Toast, Daniel, Thomas, Taryn, Angfaleth, uh, Parker, and Riafio. Thank you very much for your support. Um your contributions help us uh replace equipment, um, and uh pay for artwork, which I'm so excited to see. It's gonna awesome. be so awesome. really good. uh when we last left our oh,
1: um if I can jump in here real quick, Craig, because it really is we mm-hmm. didn't mention it last time. Yes, Ash is missing. We do know where she is. She's fine. Oh
0: yes. That's I it. totally gloss over that. <laughs> She's having a good time. Yeah. Um He he derailed me. That's okay. I'll get it back. Rebooting. Okay. Last time time (laughs) in our story, we were just uh, finishing off the departure um, from the Andoria system and traveling through, there was a period of time traveling through Federation space. Um, So there was a bunch of little vignettes, mini scenes that were happening over the course of probably a week or so. Mm -hmm. Just initial get to know everybody, rub elbows and that kind of stuff. Um, And... That takes us to our next little bit. Uh, So the USS Curry has left Federation space. So this is uh, over the course of the next several months. Uh, You've been going about your mission exploring Uncharted space. Things have been busy. The crew have recorded Mm -hmm. no less than three brand new stellar phenomena, Never seen before. You guys are the first Federation scientists to see it you have, uh, also have excellent probe readings of a neutron star in close and decaying orbit of a black hole the curry oh, wow. lingered there for several days to capture the collision on sensors oh my gosh. little risky because there's a significant energy discharge of the company's yeah. that collision but you managed to warp out of there before you know it affected you cool. uh, deploying the subspace beacon network has gone without difficulty there's uh, some lag in communications back to the federation uh, it's only going to get worse the farther you get, uh, but you still have communication, but it's more like sending a letter now rather uh, than mm-hmm. real-time communications. Uh, but a lifeline home allows the crew to communicate with loved ones and maintain morale. This is a significant factor because in the five-year missions for the vast majority of the time, those ships were completely out of contact with home and family. So uh. it's an advantage that you guys have that the original five-year missions did not. Um, there was an incident with a strange energy field surrounded the ship and kind of moved with you. Uh, This field produced intense feelings of fear and paranoia in the crew, which led to a crisis, several injuries, and four deaths. Oh my gosh. It it turns out that that energy field was actually a sentient life form. Um, It was a child, lost and alone. But the crew of the curry managed to reunite the creature with its parents. The successful mission, but the crew did take some losses. Wow, was and, uh, I feel not like most, I saw that episode. <laughs> not the most interesting thing that's happened to the Curie. Oh,
1: really?
0: He also had an encounter <laughs> with an ho- unknown, hostile alien species. Okay. The aliens somehow managed to disable the Curie's warp core, which led to a boarding action. Commander oh. kitney and the security officers held off the borders on multiple decks while Dr. Hudson managed a quick analysis of the physiology of the prisoner and managed to incapacitate the borders all well, the chief engineer, Jiffis and Lieutenant Coleman, with a great deal of friction and butting of heads, managed to crash start the Curry's warp core, which at the time had about a 50-50 split on whether it was going to start or explode. <laughs> While all that's going on, Captain Chuchelor in the bridge kept the attacking vessel at bay using impulse engines, emergency power, batteries, and a great deal of bluffing. Yes! <laughs> in, in the end... You put the incapacity <laughs> aliens back on their shuttle, convince them that they were no match for Starfleet, and they left you in peace. Um, so Ooh. that happened about uh, a week ago. So it's a week since that little incident. Oh, uh, wow. Tensions are, you know, kind of coming down after that little uh, escapade. And our scene opens up on the bridge of the USS Curry. Mm. Uh, the camera zooms in and we see Commander Kent in the center chair. Uh, an ensign walks up to him with a datapad, gets a signature, and departs. Um, just as that ensign is departing, there's a ping from the science station where you see Lieutenant Matan, a Denovian science officer, at his post. So at 6 p.m., 6.15 p.m., ship port time, just over halfway through a watch, and Lieutenant Matan says, Commander, long-range sensors are detecting a warp signature. It's very faint, sir. I don't think it's big enough for a ship.
1: Speculation?
0: Possibly a probe, sir?
1: Well, let's go meet our new
0: neighbors. Excellent. Um, Commander orders a uh, change in course and tell um, plots a an of intercept And in the not-too-distant future, after that point, you guys are within close-sensor range. Uh, Lieutenant Matan says, definitely a metallic object, sir. The probe does not conform to any known designs. Any life forms? And then he kind of... And then he catches himself, no life forms. The warp signature does not match any standard warp drive that we have in our records, sir. New friend. And then you see him, he's kind of starts to get a little bit tense. Sir, this, this could be a first contact situation. Uh, I am aware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I want um, to look I mean, at the table.
0: And you see, yeah, and you <laughs> yeah, see like right. the rest of the bridge crew, like exchange looks because um, for exploration missions, the first contact is like the pinnacle of what you're trying to do when you're out there. All
1: right, everybody, calm down, please. Act like you have <laughs> met another alien species before.
0: <laughs> uh, the helmsman says uh, we're matching course and speed. It's barely making one point one, sir.
1: Okay, well, let's um, pull up behind it, um, uh, probably not directly in its uh, wake, and uh, we'll we'll shadow it for a second, um, and uh trying to think what the protocol is for alerting the captain.
0: Easy enough, just go on the intercom and say captain. Yep. Ring the captain. So where would the captain be on his off hours?
2: Ooh, uh, let's see. There are a few things the captain does in his off hours. What do you say? Yep, six six fifteen in the uh, shipport time. Okay, huh? yeah. Uh, so a few things that the captain does on his off hours. So the first thing that he has done in the course of the um, past few months is try and find a place um, to to have informal conversations with people, so that don't have anything to do with Starfleet, like a like okay. a shoot the shit with the captain, but more so in the sense of shoot the shit with Irolor Trichalor. Like if you want to talk about things that we have in common, we can. Sure. Um, just to increase morale and connection to people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you so might be there. He could also be sparring with uh, with Lieutenant Shavora or Commander Shavora. I, I, I didn't catch her rank, the um, chief of security. Lieutenant. Okay, Yeah, with Lieutenant Shavora. So I would have imagined that, um, especially if she is inviting senior officers, to spar with her, he would be taking advantage of that opportunity as often as possible.
0: No, I just want to put a bit of a point on that. She wasn't necessarily inviting all this, although she's totally open to it. She just wanted to spar with her boss.
2: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Was, cool. Was I, her,
0: was, I, but if that got expanded, that's totally fine. So you could absolutely yeah. be in the gym having a sparring contest with this. It, it could um, be the older andorian
2: woman. Yeah. Great. It could just... be it could be anybody. I just thought Drew referenced that Kitneo was trying to get everybody to dance together in that regard. And I might have misunderstood. It
1: would so. be one of those eventually like we're gonna do uh, an okay. event and we're gonna let like, gotcha. every department find your fighter, yeah. you know, uh, enlisted okay. or officer. Yeah.
2: Cool. Then don't worry about that. Then then let's say this slightly differently. Okay. Um uh Commander Chichelor would definitely be um would have formed a, a relationship with um wing commander Levine, like mm-hmm. a platonic um quite fond relationship with her because of her mm-hmm. inclination to bold action right uh and then um he he would spar right like he spends a lot of his time practicing his his skills in martial arts sure so all right so let's um, put you in the gym of those three.
0: um let's put you in the gym with um uh, um uh, with lieutenant I have your name chavar
2: okay sounds good yep.
0: Uh, so a little bit sweaty. You guys are dancing back and forth, uh, trading mm-hmm. blows and stuff like that. Uh, she good. is an iron, iron woman. Oh, wonderful! Like she's definitely on the high end of age um, for an Andorian.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of
0: wondering why somebody so late and also so accomplished and so proficient would be joining Starfleet at such a um, an advanced age. Not that she's yeah. old or elderly or anything. Like that, no, but like she should be captaining a starship. Yeah, at this point in the career, but she's started over in Starfleet hmm. um so she knows her stuff and she can definitely hold her own um so as you're um sparring uh, with the lieutenant in the gym uh the loud hailer goes off oh okay um, and it says
2: um
0: bridge um, to captain
2: mm. captain here uh or actually he would, he would you know respectfully like pause in mm-hmm. in his posture yep. and then say captain here mm-hmm.
1: We may have a new friend.
2: Care to elaborate, Commander?
1: (laughs) Uh, Unknown vessel traveling at warp 1.1. Warp drive does not match anything that we are aware of.
2: Unknown warp signature, unknown vessel. Yes, sir. Sounds like a degree of contact of something it's desirable on this kind of mission. We're currently I'll be right there.
1: Yeah. We're currently uh following it. Uh of course we could always turn to 180 and see where it came from.
2: Thank you for alerting me. Must follow a little bit more. I'll be at the bridge in a moment. All right. Did you win?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone ever win? <laughs> Not with <That> gets... <laughs> her.
2: And <laughs> you already know the answer to your question.
1: <laughs> see you when you get here, Captain.
2: Thank you commander. And then, uh, uh, so the, they stopped conversing and, uh, uh, Chichalor very respectfully bows to Shavor, which I think for the sake of Canon would be totally cool with me if we established that she's the best fighter on the, on the, on the ship. And so like, this is a, 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 an honoring experience for, um, Chichalor to be consistently, Competing with someone who's probably won the Ocean Tour so many times in her life. So,
0: and definitely how she would have, like for her, the ranks stop once you enter the gym.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you're it. just two fighters. And yeah, it's all exactly all based on that.
1: Yep. Once I'm sure that that
3: songbird shit. Once I'm sure that
1: the captain is heading up, I'm also going to alert medical uh, sure. um, and, uh, you know, mention. You know, because we have a xenobotanist on the crew, uh, mm-hmm. it's not you know exactly the same thing as xenobiology, but uh, uh, and Doctor,
3: this is Hudson.
1: <laughs> we may have first contact. Uh, if you want to join us on the bridge, Very well. If nothing else, we would appreciate having your expertise uh, readily at hand.
0: Sure. And just for scene purposes, Doctor Hudson is currently doing rounds about uh, some crewmen that were injured during the altercation with the. Yeah, army. I figured as yeah. much. So yeah, um, but that's certainly something that your nurse could
2: handle in your absence. Yep. Can I ask your question Are out of character. Sure. Great. The four crewmen who died. Crew. Mm-hmm. crew the four members of the crew who died. I um, shouldn't use a gendered term. Uh, what departments were they in?
0: Um, so there would have been uh, two security,
2: okay. um, one helmsman,
0: um, and one medical.
2: Okay. Then I would like to say that um, for the sake of our story, mm-hmm. that uh, Captain Tuchel would take that seriously and would make sure that he and Commander Kitney all attended to whatever respectful Starfleet protocols exist. Sure. Yeah, there would definitely
0: be a service and the crew involved and that kind of stuff. You guys are very much gelling as a family.
2: Great. Sort of build that. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to reinforce that that yep. was important. That's yep. no, why. Thanks. Cool. Please continue right. the conversation. So, on the bridge. All right. Excellent.
0: Um, Lieutenant Matan says uh, the the uh, war feels a little unstable, sir. I th- think I can trace the subspace eddies. Um, If there are any course changes, but so far it's maintaining a straight and steady
2: course. We're not picking any
0: active sensor readings, so it looks like it's just uh, observing.
2: Mm. Can you tell where it's heading? Um,
0: uh, At this rate, in about 2,000 years, it'll come fairly close to another star, but it looks like it's just out here to see what's going on. Hmm. At, At a guess. All
2: right. Perhaps it is. Well, um, what do you estimate, or how long do you estimate it would take us to catch up with it if we turned around and went somewhere first? Went somewhere else first? Well,
0: it's only oh, 1.1. 1. 1. It's 1.1. 1. 1. It's fairly, barely going to work at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked yeah. about uh, um
0: Depending on how far away you
2: went, but probably minutes to days tops. Sounds good. Please turn the ship about. Track those suspect okay. signatures. Let's see who sent it.
0: All right. Um, It'll be a DC zero. I can roll for Matan or somebody else wants to give it a try. Right, go for it. Uh, Reason science.
1: Matan will be the first yeah. one of us to use the ship <laughs> to roll.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah um, I'm going to need somebody
2: it. else to roll for the ship. If the, gets for the ship. Oh, go ahead. Chris, go ahead. It's a it's
0: a DC zero roll, so this is just for generating momentum, basically. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, a- I was just saying I can just do it. Yep. Yep just got one success, so let's see what the ship generates as well. Um, this will be for the ship uh, sensors and. I can't remember the character sheet. Um, yeah, uh, it'll be a science, a sensors and science. Having trouble with character sheet request. Sure.
1: Yeah, I've noticed they've been loading real slow.
0: Roll 20 is mm-hmm. a little laggy today. A sensors
3: and science?
0: A sensors and science, yep. Yeah. Wow. You guys are off to a great start. So we open Dang. up open up our ante at four momentum. <laughs> um and you definitely trace um the uh the probe back. Um and you Matan gives you a, a 97% chance that this is a system of origin. Mm. Uh it's an uncharted star, unnamed star. Um, but it would take you guys um A couple
2: of hours to get there. Not very long at all. A couple hours at warp five. Set in the course. Okay. Warp five it is.
1: Excellent. uh, Matan, a reminder, the star has a name. We don't know it. Yes, of course.
2: Um, Manish Chichilla smiles and says, indeed.
1: (laughs) I mean, if we got something (laughs) coming from there, somebody gave that thing a name.
2: Yeah, absolutely right um excellent point. I'm very i'm so
0: proud of you. it's awesome okay <laughs> dude i told you star trek's my <laughs> shit um tracing the probe back uh, is not an issue and you enter a system with a main sequence star um the star uh, is not recorded in the federation database so mm. you open up the eyeballs and start scanning everything you can initial scans as you're on approach to the system reveal um some signs of technology um you also scan EM emissions uh, coming from the third planet in the system. You also hmm. pick up an
3: active warp signature. Um, Hang on, Chris because, had a question. Yeah, I don't know the word you just said.
2: EM emissions,
3: electromagnetic Electro- EM emissions. Electro-
0: emissions, radio signals. So they're broadcasting some sort of radio signals, um, and that's as you're from the uh, from the from outside the system as you guys are approaching, you pick that stuff up. Um, if you wanted to scan the emissions, we um, can do that, or run the audio, or run it through the universal translator. If you want to give that a try, as well. Um, I said third; I meant fourth. The uh, the ship, the systems, the readings you're getting are coming from the fourth planet of the system. Hmm. Uh, so as you guys enter this system, um, can I- you're picking up wide signs of technology, but limited industrial sites on the fourth planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have industry but there's no like big factories or manufacturing centers or anything like that. it's um, like smaller scale kind of stuff uh,
1: Kevin um, un- unless you have a, a preference uh, let's hear what they're saying
2: I think it's a good
0: idea alright um, unless somebody else wants to do it I can have Matan do it as well um, DC1 to capture the recordings uh, I can do it okay sure. go ahead Reason Science
3: Reason Science, or reason science?
0: And the ship can assist with uh, computers and sensors. Got it. Wait, is that a good yeah, combination? Uh, that's, that's,
1: not a, <laughs> that's not a combination. Okay. Uh, computer S- and um, science?
0: No, uh, sensors and science, yeah. Sensors and science, okay.
2: Sorry. I don't have the ship memories. memorized. I'm trying to remember, oh.
0: Starship
1: only rolls one dice?
2: Any assistance is only one die. Right, that's what I thought. Oh, I rolled two last time. Sorry.
1: It's fine. You got a two That's on that right. first one.
0: Cool. Three. Good yeah. dice today. Excellent. Okay. So you capture the recording um, and there is definitely an audio signal um, buried in it. You run that through the universal translator uh, and this is what you hear. Um, and this is all in a computer voice. Right, so this is the computer's interpretation of what the language says. Stay in your homes until further notice. The council is dealing with the situation and asks for your prayers and support while we deal with the outsiders. Um, and that message is on a loop.
2: Hmm. I wonder who they're dealing with.
1: Uh, sorry. What what rank is Matan? Uh, Lieutenant. Uh, Lieutenant Matan. Um, Can we see if the uh, fourth planet here that we're looking at um, bears similar um, tech and or iconography to the probe that we passed?
0: Um, Difficult to say. Uh, Let me see, sir. Yes. Yes. Um, the, based on that, he captures some images of some orbiting satellites. Um, and the design elements are very similar to um, the probe that you guys have been okay.
4: uh,
0: It looks like the satellites might be a more refined version, so they're probably more recent mm. than the probe was. Uh, the probe would have been a long time heading out to where it was.
1: Right. Okay. Um, well, that um, figures that hypothesis.
0: <laughs> um, he's also got some additional information From that, um, so there is definitely an industrial society, um, but he's not picking up any sign of a warp signature now. But he is picking up large dilithium deposits uh, below the surface of the planet in a few different a few different locations. Um, Mm. Yeah, lore wise, dilithium is the crystals that allow warp drives to function. Uh, In uh, Toy Story speak, it's crystallic fusion.
2: Captain Chichelor addresses Lieutenant Matan and says, Lieutenant, now that we're graced with this situation. Did the scans you took of the probe tell us how long ago it was released?
4: Oh I uh.
2: Ooh, yes uh, 30 years it was released 30 years ago yes sir ah i see okay great all right no um, uh, sorry i'm wrong there five years okay. five years ago okay yep. so um the satellites Chicholo. are more recent than that yes interesting or the,
0: the sample that he has anyway
2: Correct. Right. So Commander Chichelor turns to or sorry, Captain Chichilor turns to Commander Kitney on and says if they didn't send that probe. Well, they might be pre warp. But no, I and think we've probe.
1: determined that
2: they and have sent it. the that they sent the probe?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Matan says that's my um that's my
2: um, I mean, I'm Okay. Perhaps I perhaps I misunderstood your assessment.
0: Yeah,
1: the design of the warp probe matches the designs of the
2: satellites. Hmm. Yeah, but someone else could have put those satellites up. That's mm-hmm. a fair awesome. point. Basically, where I'm going with this is we have seen some situations where pre-warp civilizations have gotten taken advantage of because of uh, replete dilithium deposits on their planet. And I'm concerned about that warning message that's playing on loop, referencing outsiders Mm -hmm. that they have to deal with. If that's been playing for quite a while, if this probe was sent a long time ago, and we are witnessing the aftermath of a conflict, then the next thing what I was planning on saying comes in, which is, if this civilization is indeed pre-war, then we're dealing with... A situation of the prime directive.
0: Uh, sir, there was definitely a warp signature that we detected from the system on our way in. I'm not picking it up now, but
2: there was definitely a warp signature. Okay, well, we'll keep that in mind. Okay, I would uh... like us to move forward, assuming that they are responsible for it. However, recognizing that there might be a possibility that we might be breaching a certain kind of responsibility we have.
1: Well, I'm going to say it. Request to take a shuttle, sir.
2: Request granted. Please take um, Commander Shavora with you and any other detachment you consider necessary.
1: Yep. Um, well, Dr. Hudson, you want to go make first contact?
3: Everything i am dreamed of, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, he's, yeah, he's going to take his security team, uh, the uh, Dr. Hudson and actually probably that's it. Um, one, mm-hmm. a small, small crew cause I don't need a bunch of folks running around.
0: So uh, are you just investigating or are you actually making first contact?
1: I do just investigating, um, okay. yeah, being, being a little more, uh, Lackadaisical in his terms, but yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, we should all make first contact together. Yep. Uh,
1: But yeah, if necessary. Goal is to take a small shuttle down and get closer readings of stuff and, you know, scope things out.
0: All right. Um, uh, Lieutenant Matan can definitely provide you with, uh, like, uh, maps of the major population center. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, unless you wanted to go somewhere else, a little more remote.
1: Uh, no, major population center would probably be the.
0: All right. And you guys will like put down in the wilderness outside the population center and observe from there. Sure. Yep. All right. Um, no big issue. Why don't you give me a um, control con difficulty zero roll just to pad your um, momentum a little more? Sure, sounds good. Unless you, I just want to forego the rope, up to you.
1: No, oh, no, I'll take the
0: okay. one momentum. Yeah. Take another momentum. Um, you guys set down without incident. Um, it's uh, the sensor technology that they're using because there are active sensors and stuff. is fairly primitive, so you're able to counter it without too much difficulty.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so you guys are pretty sure you set down unseen, <laughs> unless somebody actually eyeballed you coming in. It's mm-hmm. possible. Um, but you have a small F-class shuttle on the surface of the planet.
4: And- cool
0: so far no alarms have raised or anything so just to give you an idea of the layout the um there's a fairly large population center and then like a ring of farms um around that Mm -hmm. so you guys are in like a some a more wooded wild space past the farms fairly earth-like or yeah fairly earth-like um this would be um a lot of greenery for an industrial society, you're not seeing a lot of like big factories or smokestacks. There isn't a lot of pollution, it looks fairly green and, and um, um, natural without a lot of intrusions. Okay. um, as you guys are stepping out of the shuttle and having a look, like the buildings you see are all very, like, uh, fairly small, um, nondescript, they're not big, imposing structures or anything like that. Um, and they, yeah, they, they look to be. Bill's idea of impacting the ground around them as little as possible.
1: Oh, good Um small ret- uh retcon. Uh any specific directives from the captain? Obviously we're mm. in communication, but
2: mm-hmm. yeah, um don't make contact with him unless absolutely necessary. Right.
1: Um cool. Um the uh commander is going to begin Uh, hiding the shuttle uh, Mm -hmm. with some of the security uh, and basically uh, look to Dr. Hudson and say "Eh, what can you tell me about where we're at
3: yeah Um, so trying to get like uh, atmospheric samples um, specifically worried about any sort of um, airborne pathogens and things like that um
0: you know, give me a reason
3: science role? Yeah. Excess diseases count for this?
0: Mm, no, not in this particular case. Because you're looking for general for <laughs> readings rather than looking specifically for pathogens. Does that make sense? You're covering pathogens as well, but it's not specific sure. to that. So the I wouldn't put the focus on that. All right. Um, definitely, it's firmly in the M-class uh, zone, which is like human habitable mm-hmm. um, sort of um, mix of uh, gases and things like that. So nothing unexpected there. Um, you're not picking up uh, uh, very little signs of impurities or pollution or one you know,
3: particular sure. matter amount of greenhouse and gases and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, whatever industry they are doing, they're you know they're not you know spewing out of uh, waste products and things like that.
3: Well, Commander, I can say this. Uh, The planet is healthy.
1: Okay. Seemingly so. Well, uh, planet healthy, good. Um, Let us see about denizens. um, And if the shuttle is fairly well... uh, uh, the concealed uh, and just to
0: circle back on that, like this is a fairly standard procedure. So there's like camo netting and stuff like right. that. that's mm-hmm. yep. Built specifically to hide
3: shuttles and stuff like that. Um. Uh.
1: Leaving the tactical team here.
3: A bunch of tactical team with bright red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: in the shuttle. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but yes. Uh. Taking the the doctor and uh, Lieutenant Chivar- uh Chevah Shavor Chivar- Chivar- Sure. I'll get there. Um. I had basically on foot closer recon, you know, binoculars out and try and spot people. Um, Okay. Because I cannot, because if I remember correctly, like that's the, that's too minute that you, then you could get from starship sensors.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't capture images of individuals. You can just get life forms. Right. Um, And sometimes if there's something indicative in the life form signature, you can tell what species it is, but that's not a generally true thing. Right. Right, um, so you guys, uh, creepy creep. So, why not give me a security something? Security daring? Uh, I don't know that you're being daring, I fitness, but right. I think,
2: um, so general athletics is is fitness.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I would say fitness security, just for stealthy, sneaky sort of stuff.
1: Not that you're
3: trying to be cool <laughs> I'm gonna buy for a dice. It. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, feel
2: yeah. free.
3: Just improve my 50-50 odds, hopefully.
2: <laughs> Less than 50-50, actually. Yeah, put it up to 75. Buy that die. That's, That's what it's there not how for. probability works, but... <laughs> well, I mean, if uh, you have uh 50% chance of a success... Trying to hit 50%. a 9 on three dice. I thought you were trying to hit a 10. not 75%. On three? I thought I thought you had... Oh, never mind. Sorry. I have a 9. I, I, I misunderstood your dice pool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, we got one.
1: <laughs> um I'm sure the lieutenant gets to roll more than uh, one day.
0: No, but she was um yeah, she does get to roll more than one day, but she was um sort of conscious consciously lending a hand to the doctor ah, I see. as he was doing that. So you actually got two successes out of that one. Cool. She didn't check with you first, she just sort of did it. Like, That's oh yeah, fine. this guy's a medic, he's definitely not in the field a lot. <laughs> I'm just gonna look after
1: him. Worse, he's not a medic, he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs>
3: absolutely like sneaking while still like head buried in the scanner oh, yeah. right like yeah no
1: the commander 100 percent, knew what he was taking down here but it's like no i'm gonna let the let the doctor have all sorts of new plants to study and shavor knocked it out the
0: park yep that's mm-hmm. what um so you guys are ghosts moving through and just to describe the ground like uh so you're in a forested area um, they're the trees are fairly squat but large, bold. Right? So they're like big, wide trunks and the mm. spreading sort of canopy above. They're not terribly tall, mm-hmm. um, but they provide like a, a lot bob? of shade and stuff like that. What's that?
2: Like a short baobab? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. I was picturing um,
0: too. Cool. Um, so you guys make your way th- through to the edge of the forest, and you're standing on the edge of the farmland, and you can see that there's some creatures. Uh, out on the farm, that appear to be working um, the plants and stuff um, using uh, scanning technology and binoculars and things like that. You can see that they are um, they're using tools, but there's no large scale tools. Like, there's no combines and that kind of stuff. They're you know using smaller scale um, tools to to help them with their work. Okay. Um, they uh, appear to be bipedal. Uh, well, they are bipedal. I don't know the name for it, but they. Like they're based, they're their design is they walk on their toes. So they've got the double knee. Oh um digitigrade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Digitigrade. Yep. Um
1: dog uh, feet, dog leg
0: kind of yeah, leg. exactly. Or deer leg, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um so that appears to be the their physiology. Um there's definitely some um sort of uh, morphology differences between you can tell between these sort of two classes
4: um hmm.
0: that you can tell. Um Possibly gender related, you're not sure. They are covered in a, they have a long sort of mane on their heads that goes down their back. Um, but then the rest of them is covered with a much shorter fur. Um, any, they've got a bit of a pronounced snout. Any appearance mm. of clothing? Uh, yes, uh, it's all loose, sort of almost toka, robish uh, sort of stuff.
1: Sure. When you got fur, I mean, who cares?
3: Um, I'm just exactly. writing down
2: furries in my notes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Long-maned furries. We've found them, Captain.
2: We've come to the world of the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Khajiit has farm.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't know
3: if I can just show this to
0: you. No. I need it in the hand. Hmm. Or-
1: You can also just drop an image on and I think it's shift Z to show it. Shift Z? Mm-hmm. If the image is on the uh, if you've selected a icon
0: or other thing like that.
3: Not working. No. I'm trying to do it in Roll 20.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, you have
4: to
3: put uh, it on, on the play on field. Twitch. Yeah, not switch. Twitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to put it on the play field and then you can do it, I think. right. Alright.
1: Oh, hello, friend.
0: Ah, let's so see. that's one. Oh, yeah, okay. Look at and that. that's the other morphology that you
1: looking at. Gotcha. Oh.
0: So, on one of them, the the hair is more pronounced, um, a little bit bigger than on the other one. Uh-huh. Um, and for everybody who's like,
1: wanting the images, come by Discord, eat into do dot space, and we'll post them there.
3: I got kangaroo legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I guess I it?
2: Look at those arms.
0: Mm-hmm. Long arms.
2: Mm-hmm. They got additional joints. Oh, they do. Yeah, they have a second, second elbow or wrist.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so that's what you're looking at. Um,
0: they appear to be cooperating and like uh, um, pleasantly interacting with each other. It's not like there's a hierarchical relationship. It looks like they're all fairly mm-hmm. egalitarian in the small group that you're looking at. is a very small sample size. So it doesn't look like anyone's in charge, they're just kind of cooperating, working on the fun together.
1: And notably, they are not staying indoors. Nope. How we deal with the outsiders. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh So correct me if I'm wrong, but contacting the uh, the curry is Fairly safe to do. And, yep. Yeah. Mm. So, Captain, uh, we have uh, located yes. the locals. uh bipedal, blah, 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 blah. Um, they appear, at least from this distance, and kind of a look over at the doctor, healthy. Um, don't appear to be, you know, in any particular distress. Uh, but they are also...
3: Actively engaged in agriculture at the moment. (laughs)
1: Um, And notably, uh, contrary to the radio signals that we received, are not staying within their homes while the council deals with the outsiders. So I don't know if we are currently looking at the outsiders or uh, something else, but at least out here in um, the farmland, uh, that's who we have. Uh, I'm not sure if this will differ uh, when we go by the city Hmm. but I don't know if we want to do that necessarily yet.
3: Captain, I I will admit my suspicions are relatively raised Hmm. Um, the atmospheric conditions and general design of the city is one of the more perfect of any warp capable civilization I've seen Oh. It's not often that civilizations get to space without
2: impacting their homes. Hmm. My earlier speculation is starting to rear its ugly head. Uh, let me try and provide you with some additional context. And then you hear uh, Captain Chichelor address Insin. Matan or Lieutenant, mm-hmm. Matan, say. Lieutenant. Uh, Lieutenant Matan, can you determine uh, where those distress sounds or that warning uh, is coming from? Broadcast. Yeah, the broadcast. Uh, yeah,
0: yep. uh, that's a freebie. It's being broadcast from the major population sector.
2: Okay. And it's currently being broadcast.
0: Yes. Uh, based on other, uh, it, it's not like it's not on a repeat, but that sort of messaging is, is being repeated. Um, okay. And uh he's correlated with other broadcasts and things like that are coming from the same place. It appears that the major population center has a government um uh, sort of a like a directive sort of overarching hierarchy there great um so there's coordination messages and he's you know seeing other reports and things like that okay um so that would appear to be the seat of government for these folks
1: and he's signed that warp um signature that we'd picked up before.
0: Um, with details hand, he has picked up signs of, um, uh, other warp activity on the planet, but no active signatures. Um, it could be like an experiments, uh, like a lab or something like that. Um, mm. there is one power generation facility, um, that, uh, while not, it's not using a warp core to generate power, it's definitely is advanced and of the same sort of scale or the same sort of technology that would be equivalent to warp. Mm. Um, it's, it's not big scale. It's all small scale stuff. But that does look like it's consistent with what you've seen so far. Which Question. supports the theory that these guys are, despite appearances, warp capable.
1: Um, I'm, I'm Because I'm trying to remember the way warp actually works. In the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was that them getting to warp one and that's considered they've got warp or is even warp point one... Access- no uh, okay because warp that's-
0: point one is below light speed okay that's what I thought okay. you've got to break the light
3: barrier to be a what you gotta you get, to get to see what's that but you got to get to see that's yep. right yep.
2: okay that's what I thought um, mm-hmm. okay so, so interesting. the captain follows up and says commander uh, Dr. Hudson can you the two of you determine if you can hear the or no you would just say are you hearing those broadcasts? While you're down on the planet surface, I
0: don't think so. Yeah, the, you need some sort of a receiver. So if
3: they a radio, yeah, it's like a radio.
2: Yeah, I mean, like they have. Mean, is that
3: capable? Something, yeah, is that something that my tools would be capable of? Uh, possibly. You want to give me a recent
0: science role? Sure. Uh, yes. To so you confirm this? Broadcasts are still being received out here. Um, if they have the, uh, if they're, if somebody were nearby, receiving a, a receiving piece of receiving equipment, they'd be able to hear.
2: Okay. Still being broadcast, certainly, but not audibly, sir. Great. That's what I was trying to determine, because they could be... And we're, you know, a number of clicks out of the city, right? Um,
0: Excellent did, point. Who ha- I know somebody has a colony background.
2: Oh, living on a colony? Yeah. Let's see. I grew up in Andoria. Kind of yeah. of isolated colony. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: So as a as a colony person yourself... Like this is no surprise. Um, in a colony world, the work still needs to get done, right? Especially on a farm, for example. Like just because there's stuff going on doesn't mean you know animals don't need to get looked after or crops don't. Need sure, to get sure, sure. Too. So that could be the case of what's going on. Sure,
3: so, but uh, the disconnect in levels of technology is intriguing to the doctor.
0: Well, and now that you've taken a closer look at it because of that intriguing factor, the stuff that they're using their hand tools and stuff are like fairly developed. It's not like they're out there with okay. hoes okay. Um, and rakes, right? So they have like, um, but it's instead of a, a big, massive machine, they're it's just all not industrial. Just okay. work working more
2: people. Yeah. Okay. Then Captain Chichelor says, Doctor Hudson, in your expert <laughs> opinion, as a xenobiologist, would you suspect that? these people are post-warp. Every
3: indication that we've scanned and received says so.
2: Okay. There is there is technology here. All right. Well then. I think it's time for us to talk to someone.
1: On our way back up, do you want us to... Uh... Make a fly over the population center?
2: Hmm. If you can do so without alerting their attention, yes. If not, there'll be plenty of time for us to go down on the shuttle once again and for you to fly us to our first contact.
0: Uh, yeah. It would be fairly easy to counter sensors and things like that, but flying but over we'll the population see.
2: center, somebody's
0: going to eyeball you. Eyeballs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and, and notably mm-hmm. for... Um, or Kitneyon with a background and having had first contact before, Mm -hmm. um, his, his thought is like being seen, isn't especially if we're fairly sure that they're warp capable being seen. Isn't necessarily the worst thing uh, as opposed Mm to shroom. Hi, here, here we are, you know, uh, but actually like having a couple flyovers or, or such, but we can do that on the way, uh, Way back down with the captain. Um, All right. Yeah, so uh, unless there's anything else you want to do here, Doctor, I think we will rendezvous with the shuttle, take it back up, pick up the captain, any additional crew, and um, make first contact.
3: Um, Is there... Are there other, like, broadcasts and things going on? Um, uh, Specifically, I'm thinking, do we need to, like... And then probably the science crew is doing this, but like uh, assimilating more uh, data for translator knowledge? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yes. Um, and I'll give you that for free with the role you had before. So there's like news broadcasts and right, right, uh, right. what possibly might be entertainment shows. Okay. Um, but a fair number of like religious, it seems like religious broadcasts.
4: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, um, these uh, folks talk about the prophets um as uh, figures that are important in their society.
3: Yeah, I just didn't know if there was more like really shortwave stuff that wasn't like getting off planet or whatever. Um makes sense That the sensors weren't picking up or whatever. So, right.
0: so, yeah.
1: so, yeah,
3: so yeah, while I, I was I here. So
0: yeah, and um uh, uh, some of that is and there's like personal communications and stuff like that going on. So you like right, right, drop on right. conversations. I mean, um, but from the analysis of so the science crew, plus what you've got. So there's these uh, figures in their society called the prophets that are very important. These are actual people mm. um, that hold positions of respect and authority that appear to be some sort of like religious leaders or advisors separate from the government, okay. but have an important role still to play. Um, there's a lot of talk of the heralds as um, sort of people that are worthy of honor Um Yes, they are. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, whoever the heralds are, they're like a, a group that's above this society that they mm-hmm. uh, follow and honors, which are big.
2: Yeah, well, that's great. They certainly do. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like this planet is uh, a desolation. Right. So-
1: Fuck off, bro. Uh, okay, sorry. No, we're done. We're done. Because because Craig doesn't get the references, we're moving on. It's that same stupid book, Craig. <laughs> That's okay. the Stormlight Archive. Yeah, they haven't read yet. Yeah, yeah. um, okay, uh, so, uh, yeah, with that, back on the shuttle, um, unless there's anything going on at the shuttle, and then... Nope. Okay, cool.
0: Back up. Um, um, there was a couple of pieces of wildlife came by to sniff around, um, but they appeared fairly uh innocuous cool uh, some sort of uh fuel
1: did security it, get uh, some scans of them yep they got some scans and images and stuff like that but, i am uh, very proud of them i will pat them on the
3: back uh, glad ash is not here to, to take <laughs> <We're laughs> one as a freaking <laughs> <a pretty> science <laughs> vessel this is a new <laughs> yeah. life form we
0: better take a goddamn scan <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Yep. uh yeah and so up we this go. This is my alien
3: koala. I've only had him for three seconds, and I would kill everyone <laughs> on this planet for him. Yep.
1: Um, and yeah, like Kinyol parks the shuttle, starts fueling it, and just doesn't get out of the front seat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, just waits because yeah, there's going to be a pie. Oh, Yeah, like
1: are we're, we're going down. Yeah. Um,
2: let's yeah. see. Uh, And, you know, she's a colon running
0: in in a bathrobe with her hair and
2: (laughs) a (laughs) towel. You're not leaving without me. Uh, Before Um, we go, um, hmm. this is something we should discuss out of character, because I imagine the procedure is straightforward in character. Um, I was inclined to suggest that we hail them and contact them from the ship and then request a permission to come and visit them in person. That's very true. (laughs) So, but... We can, you know, I figured out of character, we handle that. And then in character, we can discuss the, mm-hmm. how that works. I don't know. Does, anybody, does anyone just want to go down and surprise them? Uh, announcing our presence would definitely be okay. more in line with how
3: Dr. Hudson would approach things, certainly. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, my, my only concern is...
3: Well- also, definitely is protocol... And Zekolan <laughs> would not let you just fly down there and fucking land in the middle of the city. Yeah. Um uh,
1: the, the main uh, main concern that Nurjad has is mm-hmm. the possibility that like we've we've seen one set uh, one species. Uh, we do not know yeah. if there are others. Um, <clears throat> and uh, you know, we've seen warp but we've only seen advanced tech from these guys. For all we know, mm-hmm. there's another group on the planet we're not picking up or something like that. Um, but yeah, there, there's protocol to to follow. Um, mm-hmm. I will also admit, I'm kind of stalling uh, for the end of the episode. That way we definitely have Ash here for actually oh, making yeah, first she's contact. she's going to want
2: to participate in it. Then, then let's talk about regulations and stuff. There are scenes <laughs> we can do that would preclude us um, contacting them.
0: But, well um, and just to put a bit of a point on it Starfleet has learned through um sometimes bitter experience that the personal touch for first contact is generally better okay uh, um uh because if uh, a limited number of people have knowledge that's possible to uh for factions within a particular government or something like that to mm-hmm. monopolize that or that kind of thing so if it's um more of a public setting then it's um it's it's impossible to refute and, um, and B, it makes you accessible to everybody rather than,
3: um, you know, be controlled and things like that.
1: And there's a big, aliens difference exist. Speech. They're
3: weird and pink
2: and they walk on two legs. <laughs> 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 there's some blue people.
1: Some blue yeah. People. Blue people with, people. with <laughs> antenna. Yeah. And, so. and, and also there's the whole like <laughs> the anomalous, voice of God that's hacking into communications or something because how else are you you know suddenly we're broadband you know broadcasting on your radio as opposed to hi we're sipping out of this innocuous cute kind of shuttle uh and With anime
3: titties painted on the outside okay. damn it yeah yeah no
1: no trust me what? there are things there are things that the XO will allow no we are not decorating the outside of the
2: ship what Captain <laughs> Trishalor's idea was is sending uh, a communication without video uh, along the radio frequencies that they use, the official radio channels, to some like you know center of government that we detect. Um, and it makes sense what you're saying, both of you, that it would be good to take the personal touch and come down in a craft. Um, I'm and and to- that is
0: the that is the official protocol,
2: oh, it is okay mm-hmm. gotcha great yeah, that, that yeah. confirms what i was was asking about out of character, which yep. is um shoot are we required or, or are we supposed to hail them first, or are we supposed to go down? Gotcha. in we'll all things
0: down. um mm-hmm. Starfleet expects the captain to exercise their discretion um okay. based on yeah, the situation because you're the guy in the in the in the seat who knows what's going on, so yeah. the there's allowances made in the protocol, but standard protocol is to fly down or transport down
2: great. And and make physical contact one to one. Sounds good to me. Perfect. Okay. That, that that's I like doing that. Just you know, want to make sure I don't encroach on any expectations. So. Yeah, I was just saying
3: on on Ash's behalf that yeah. whatever the exact letter of the protocol is, mm-hmm. that's what exactly. that's yeah. what uh, <laughs> she'd be advocating yeah. for, right? Especially right. considering
1: yeah. her background with having
3: yeah. yeah having a terrible first contact.
1: So, uh, was it right? Bad first contact, or breaking works. the prime directive? Though I guess kind of both.
3: <laughs> kind of the same thing, right? Yeah.
0: It was, uh, yeah. Uh, not that this is necessarily common knowledge, but uh, she had a superior right. was violating the prime
2: directive. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Um,
1: so, uh, I, I, th- I think at that point, it's uh, yeah, get
2: on the shuttle and fly down.
1: And who are you taking on your away team?
2: Pat? Mm-hmm. I am taking um Commander, or the captain's taking Commander Kitneyall, of course. Commander Kitneyall's experience. And um I think this has kind of been how it how it's been going, right? But there's always a risk in not leaving a um a senior official on board the ship. But the 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 way to ensure that everybody makes it back is to bring the strongest team. So having number one and number two there, in addition to the doctor. In Commander Chichelor's mind, is the best way to keep everyone safe. So, so the way team is definitely that. Of course, then Lieutenant Zeckelman. So, at this point, you know, the four, not just because we're players, but because um, Captain Chichelor is also impressed with uh, Lieutenant Zeckelman's uh, ability to accomplish. Tasks in challenging circumstances. So in his mind, right? It was already a four chosen mm-hmm. when we got to after Xerxes four. Like, okay, that's happening every time these things <laughs> happening. So then um, uh, I think um, Lieutenant uh, Shavor mm-hmm. and a security detachment.
1: I don't know that I would agree Actually, with
2: Actually, no, no. Five. Let's go five. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. A yep. hand to people. There we go. You don't want to intimidate people. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, the so many
2: the species have five fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I just mean, <laughs> from his, our his. human-centric, Starfleet-centric perspective, so... Well, I mean, it's a federation.
1: Yeah, like,
2: yeah, like the the,
1: the Vulcans, the Trill. All We all got they, five.
2: They were so, hu- painted humans in <laughs> the original series. <laughs> I wonder why. And, and it just be- yeah, exactly. And it yep. just became canon. <laughs> Everyone. Um, and there is a very I good guess. episode
1: about that, too, which mm-hmm. is really terrific. Um, yeah. But um, uh, the other thing I was going to bring up is that this is fine. For the captain and the XO going gineyll mm-hmm. has 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 opinions about the captain going down in potentially dangerous situations um and is much like Riker is going to put his foot down and be like, "Sorry, cap, <laughs> you have to sit on the ship um uh which I'm looking forward to that argument actually happening mm-hmm. on screen
2: mm-hmm. um, oh, you mean in some in some circumstances, yes, yeah. like there are mm-hmm. some some conditions where it's like Look, there's a gunfight happening. It doesn't make any sense for you to go in there and start shooting guns too. Somebody else can do it. Yeah,
0: security, keep the captain in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That'll be a fun uh, fun scene to have at some point. All right, uh, so just to clarify, we're going to load up the bridge crew, um, Lieutenant uh, Chivor. Yep. Um and uh head into the shuttle and fly down to the seat of government in our first contact scenario. Indeed. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so about excited. about these profits. Um so just so we don't uh make uh, Ash blow an eyeball we should probably wrap it up here because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> she's yep. definitely going to want to be around for this one mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be so much fun
1: yeah. <laughs> of course now remember everybody on discord nobody tells Ash what happens mm-hmm. and so she jumps in and we're like first contact we're going we're already on the shuttle <laughs> we're, we're going to tell yep. her what's what's going on beforehand yeah I? we'll fill her in <laughs> so
0: alright um, so I think we'll wrap it up here then unless there's uh, any last minute stuff anyone wants to get in
1: uh, who's right. been winning um, the poker game?
0: Um, so there's, and I have rules for this. Um, there's a few different ways that poker came to go. So I'm thinking it's going to be varying back and forth. Oh, good. <laughs> so there's different ways you can roll. So there's a reason and either science or security for using mm-hmm. logic and odds tracking or counting cards and keeping track of the odds uh, yeah. hand by hand. Uh you could be bluffing with presence and command or presence in yes. security <laughs> right uh to make people think you have a better hand than you do um you could be trying to read your impotent with insight and in security or insight in cool. medicine to get a feel for you know if they're being honest, if they're if they're trying to hide something or if they you know, have a, a worse hand than they're pretending to be or you could just be straight up gambling. With that daring. you're going to get the cards you need with daring and command or daring and security. <laughs> um, so because you guys are so well-rounded, I'm thinking that it's going to go back and forth, uh, session to session, game to game, on uh, who ends up uh, making it ahead, and even hand to right. hand. Um, because you guys are all fairly loaded in your in your particular specialties and you're well-rounded together. So I don't think there's anyone that really dominates those games. Um, I will say that Jiffus... Uh, Mm-hmm. pretty much loses steadily for probably the first <laughs> s- six games straight and then he starts to chuck up the occasional win
1: does he pull a maverick and just sit and picks up everybody's tells first <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, probably the
0: first three or four games are just him learning how it all works um, and getting that information hoisted in. but after that, he's starting like he was analyzing you guys and watching you carefully as you're playing and recording outcomes and things like that, <laughs> <laughs> mentally recording outcomes. Um, and then yeah. he started to get a little bit better. He's still not the greatest at it, uh, but uh, he's definitely getting better. Um, and um, uh, Wing Commander Levine. Um, she gets hot streaks, right? I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Right. There's times when you just completely blow her out of the water, but there's times when she just runs the freaking table, and it's like there's nothing you can do. All the cards come her way, um, and I, I expect the captain would be kind of in the same vein. Like there's times when you're just hot and nothing can go wrong, and there's times when you know sometimes the cards just don't seem to be in your favor. Yeah, um, if, probably if, I, a, if he were playing. If you were playing, yeah. Um, I imagine the captain drops
1: in on some games but probably isn't always there.
2: Yeah, he'll he'll defer to uh, Commander Kitneel's judgment about that, you know. He really doesn't want to encroach on what you got going. So Yeah, no, and like, like
1: said, idea is that like it's open there's the chair that the captain you know is waiting. his his uh not pot but his his uh his stack is there untouched. Oh, okay, um, cool. You know, and it's just like, oh, the captain has the chance to come by, whether or not oh, it's nice. you know based on actually the captain's you know schedule or not. But that way, it's a the captain is told Well, the captain is totally human. Um, air quotes there. Um, and is mm. you know coming by and being a regular person. But uh-huh, for yeah. the most part, it's you know that that bridge crew kind of like bringing everybody together and we're going to laugh at, you know, commander Jeff you know, trying to learn stuff and like, Dr. Hudson, please put the tricorder away and stop trying to scan me <laughs> under the desk. Um,
3: you know, what yeah, it, what I, I think that Hudson doesn't show up for a, a good number of them in a row, mm-hmm. like from the start of this starting to happen. And then there's a scene where nurse Lorax like, you have to go. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and it would be it's like becoming, it's important.
3: It's, it's it's getting close to being rude.
0: <laughs> and and she would and take it it the to point of view that it's talk. important for the department that Weird. you have a voice at that table, right? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm going to say that uh, this is going to be a manifestation of your supervisor talent. Oh, cool. Um, that these uh, poker sessions allow your senior staff to sort of hash out frictions in a non-business manner, right? Which is so the they, goal, right? Yeah. So they work out a lot of their tensions and, and frictions and things like that in a, in a non-threatening way with plenty of distraction going on around them. And it just sort of builds that sort of camaraderie that you were looking for that, to just make things run a little bit smoother. Right. Because um, also they're learning how to interact with each other Um, Especially in Jeff's case, right? Like, he, well, and that's
1: because that's Kit Neal's thing is getting to learn to read everybody and, you know, Mm -hmm. tell when, you know, Dr. Hudson looks up from his bad, you know, set of cards and knowing, oh, okay. So that's the face the doctor makes when somebody's (laughs) fucked. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, stuff like that where, you know, Kit Neal can start to understand people and it's the whole group. You know, start to read each yeah. other and understand yeah, at, least, each other. at least
3: on the first couple of times, Dr. Hudson ends up doing okay because his poker face is just a mask of being pissed off that he has to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And he skips a few and then he comes back. It's like all right, fine, I'm here. <laughs> and then um, starts doing which terribly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah, so that's all cool. Um and I think that's probably take us as far as we need to go tonight Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless there's just last call anything else anyone wants to fit in no if not uh, then i'll say thank you very much for joining us uh once again in our little corner of geekdom on the internet uh please please join us on discord it's geekinto.space it's an awesome community just the great people there um uh, if you like um you can support us on uh, patreon at staylucky.club no, it's never gonna feel <laughs> right saying that. Um, the, um, the donations and funds we raise from that uh, go to help uh, replace equipment and keep fresh artwork and things like that. So, such as the new character designs are to coming out soon. Um, so, uh, thank you all very much. And for interest, folks, we'll see you next week. And uh, for YouTube guys, we'll see you in a few days. Join us next
2: time for more bold action. <laughs>
0: You can't change up how you deliver it.
2: (laughs) That's what every podcast says. What are you talking about?